right now, guys, at Household Cattle Company. If you are a DNVR listener, use the code DNVR10 at checkout for 10% off your entire purchase from Household Cattle Company. You get that deal every time. Every time you go to Household Cattle Company and place an order, you're going to get 10% off with the code DNVR10. Any orders over $200, you'll receive free shipping. They've got everything you can want at Hassle Cattle Company. They've got blue-collar Wagyu beef. They've got New York strips. They've got Wagyu franks. They've got smoked sausage, beef bacon, jerky flavors. Tons and tons of options at Hassle Cattle Company. Also, if you're in the Denver area, if you stop in to the DNVR bar, try our burger on the menu. Of course, it's got Hassle Cattle Company Wagyu beef on it. It's my go-to every single time. So if you're in the area, if you're stopping by the DNVR bar, you can try Hassle Cattle Company out on our burger, on the menu. If not, use the code DNVR10 at HassleCattleCompany.com for 10% off your order. Back, baby. Is it, you know, actually, this made me think. Oh, I, I guess I'll, just, I'll get to this in my first bit. But what, first of all, I want to welcome everybody in to the DNVR Nugget Studio and Lounge and the bar right here at the corner of Colfax in New York. We're presented as always by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Use promo code DNVR when you sign up. Make all kinds of great bets. Guys, Whoa. this is the question I was going to ask. I introduced my, my esteemed group of colleagues here. I've got Harrison Wynn. I'm just waiting for the question. I got D-Line <laughs> Co. Question of the day. <laughs> I did uh, catch the first part of yesterday's show where you said it was the A-Team because I was not part of it. So I'm not Woo, actually talking. Spicy. I'm here just to... To prove my point? No. Well, I guess <laughs> unintentionally, Checkmate. Yes. Checkmate. Is, is one of those where you were just in the office and somebody just asked you to come on a show? Is that why you're on? The DNBA show? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't feel like I was even asked. I just... Uh, Assumed. He did just assume. So here's my question: As we've been telling everybody, the off season this is the final week of the off season. But lo and behold, yesterday yeah. afternoon we get a text from Nuggets PR that, "Hey guys, media day little tomorrow. Monday surprise, <laughs> little Monday surprise. Hey, <laughs> media day. Uh, it's tomorrow. I'm calling it media week. It is media week because it's not a day. Uh, and then you know, so we thought it was going to be Monday all along. It was like, okay, in person. So excited. I haven't seen any of these yeah. guys for two years. Excited to be back. Nope, online. And then. San Diego trade. We knew the San Diego trading camp part. Yeah. But right. here's my question: Are we in the preseason? Yes. So the off season ended. What, it's over. I think we got an Irish goodbye. In I the think off-season. we can say we're in training camp for sure. We're in camp. Uh, we're in training camp. This is the, this is so indicative of how weird the last three years have been that we're like we don't know if the season started or not. We think it yeah. has. I, uh, I guess it started. <laughs> so anyway, lo and behold, you know, we thought we had one more week of doing, you know, off season stuff, but today, just mere moments ago, we got to speak to Monte Morris, Blacko Chanchar, and of course, everybody's favorite Bones Highland. We got mm-hmm. to uh, speak to those guys, and it was great. Um, in many ways, it did feel like an official media day where where things are kicking off. So today, we're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about ESPN. Every year before media day, the last week of the offseason, ESPN releases their NBA rank, and they were very nice to some of the Nuggets, mm. although maybe not fair to some of the Nuggets. NBA rank is just um, – that's another kind of – event in the calendar that you know the season's starting yeah. we just need to rank all the players before <laughs> so we can true. actually play the season out you know it is funny they they're basically like we should give 
every podcast something to talk about. It's the, oh, <laughs> yeah. it's, that's why it's the no, last week of sure, the offseason. <laughs> for sure. They're like, everybody's out of content. So Here we go. Could be it's like, the easiest content creator in the business. Oh, and we're going to be outraged. We're going to be flattered. It's like a whole thing. Huh? It's so funny. We're, we'll get to all of that when we get there. We also want to talk about a midseason tournament that is being discussed. Sounds like that'll be a part of Bandy our lives about? before before long. <laughs> And then also a new TV deal. Some numbers have popped out that we've oh, kind of swept dude. under the rug, under the fridge. Dude, I love TV number talk. <laughs> <laughs> but our top story tonight, I'm going to start with Bones Highland okay. because we heard from three people. But here's what I'm going to say. It took me, and I'm not joking when I say this, Harrison, less than one second to just smile when Bones Highland it's first spoke. Not as soon smile. as he spoke... I was like, oh, my God. I just It's like his voice. <laughs> it's just his like presence. So today we get to speak for him for the first time, and it, it was just a really, really good 10, 15 minutes. I'll start. Yeah. What jumped out to you the most from his media availability today? Well, I mean, the first thing was, like you said, just his energy, man. And this is something we talked about on draft night, or I talked about. Like This was a big quality about Bones Highland. He's got this infectious energy about him. That livens up any locker room. That yeah. livens up any gym. And I really feel, feel like it was a big reason why Denver wanted to draft him. So that was apparent the second he jumped on the call. Can I say this, by the way, that I think this is an important trait. You remember, maybe this, Eric, of, when I did the Will Barton documentary and asked him about first meeting Nikola Jokic, he said the thing that jumped out of him was training camp for veterans, guys that have been through it, training camp sucks. It's like all work, no reward, right? You're just working. You're, it's hard. Like, you got to be focused. And he said that Jokic just had so much energy, and it was like it picked everybody up. Mm-hmm. I feel like Bones, whether he knows it or not, that is his job coming into camp is that Jeff Green, he's not excited about this. Will Barton, he's not. Yoke, probably not at all excited about this. Bones is the only guy that's like, hell yeah, training camp. First, yeah. first days in the so NBA. He's, he yeah. is the structure. He gives structure to the body of the Nuggets. He's their bones. <laughs> okay, no, well, you're forcing. I saw where you're, you're forcing that a little bit. Oh, it's um, too good. <laughs> it's that's too not too good. good. It's not actually even accurate. He he, I think just has to give. Oh my god, I can't believe I'm uh, the only one booing over dude. here. It's too good. Oh, so disgusted. <laughs> but I'm serious that I feel what happened. Did we lose a microphone? Yep. There, I'm back. Am I back or my bump? My back. Uh, I don't think you're. Is back. it Eric? Uh, oh, it's Eric. Is it gone? Um, Adam's, Adam's, yes, Adam's, dis- <laughs> Adam's dissatisfaction <laughs> stole away my, my mic. It was uh, so good. No, but in all seriousness, I do feel like one of the themes from today <laughs> was what is the general energy like and what is the general perspective? Because I do feel like the Nuggets are coming into a new era where they are no longer chasing we got to prove to everyone. It's now just about like we've been here, done that, and now we need to just get to the postseason where it all begins. And I feel like you need new life in totally. on the team. And Bones, to me, that's his job. He's got to bring life to so training camp. Last offseason, the Nuggets brought in all these new guys. Uh, Faku, Hartenstein, yeah. Greg Whittington. <laughs> um, and something that... Okay, all jokes aside... <laughs> so bad for Greg Whittington. <laughs> all jokes aside, something that you did hear from coaches and staffers was that having new life, new blood, new yep. guys in the gym... It lifted the energy. Right. And obviously Denver had run it back. They had all this continuity before last year. That was a big change. Everybody felt like that was really good, even if those guys didn't play a lot. On the practice court, it's important to have that. This offseason, they pretty much ran it back, as Mm -hmm. opposed to Jeff Green, who you said, it's probably not going to be that energy guy. But they got Bones Highland. So I I think Bones can provide a lot of that 
new life, new blood, new energy, new feel that they might not have with all the continuity. He's just also like he's just he's just a fun guy, right? He's oh, just, totally. Yeah. Like Kawhi Leonard is an ironically fun guy. <laughs> no, Bones Highlander is just like Kawhi fun. Is not fun. That's the, that's what I mean. He, Anti-fun. He, that's the point. Like that's fun. why fun guy is hilarious yeah. when referencing Kawhi Leonard. But like Bones yeah. Highland, you could tell is just like a literal party. Like, yeah. I mean, it's exactly like Adam says. I I wasn't on the call, but I just walked downstairs to help set up a tent, and I heard five seconds of his voice, and I was like. Everything's going to be all right, guys. Yeah. Everything's going to be all right. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious, though. You're right. He is. When I say this is his job, some people are just don't, don't have to be told to do their job. They're naturally doing that all, all times. Yep. And I feel like that is Bones. With the energy part, I do. You know, if we talk about what are some things you have concerns for Bones throughout the year, I do wonder how well he's going to be handle the slow pace of progress for him. Because mm-hmm. I don't. he's not going to be handed the keys right away, all this or that. So I, I wonder how he's going to handle that. But going into camp, I just I do think he's going to bring a sense of energy and urgency that that is the team desperately needs. Yeah, and I think that is going to really resonate with somebody like Michael Malone. Of course, you know? yeah. Bones Highland do you is think my- a Michael Malone guy, a oh Michael Malone God. rookie, and I think that's pretty rare. Do you think Michael Malone is excited for training camp? Yes. Are you kidding, man? <laughs> Every coach is just chomping at the bit to well, here, start training. Camp. Here's why I asked this, and maybe I'm uh, we we can maybe not just do one player at a time the takeaways. But one of the things that I felt today, tell me if you if you felt differently watching these interviews. You know, the last two years have been grueling, and this off season, as much as it was longer than the 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 previous ones, it still wasn't that long. And I wonder just how much the players are more. Less about like let's get started chumping at the bit. I can't wait for this, and more about like okay, we're back. Let's start making our plan. You know what I mean? Like the energy isn't quite the same. I just think it's a real business type energy. Okay, just let's get in the gym. Let's get our work. Everybody looks good. Yeah, let let's get what we need to get done. It's a real business like approach. At least that was my feel. I mean, this is uh, what it is when you have like a long narrative, a long continuity of build, of team building. And like they're going through the evolution of bringing in a bunch of young players that have hope and hype and they're finding out their identity. And now they're to the point where they things are, you know, it started last year, but there's like true expectation of them. And they are, um, you know, they're just wanting to go about their business and just like sort of quietly, right. uh, you know, actually plot and scheme for the season to come. And then just to hit it again like then you have energy like that youthful energy still injected to make sure that people don't get burnt out and and tired of you know the same faces the same voices the same energy um it seems like a perfect combination there's times when you're trying to be a top two or three seed and then there's times when you are just good enough to be that but that's not your goal just like by virtue of us checking all the boxes along the way we will be a top two or three seed because we're so talented and i think the nuggets are there i don't know if they're a top two or three seed this year i'm just saying that for them, their goals are more abstract, and by virtue of reaching those abstract goals, they will be in a great playoff position come that time. Uh, what else from Bones today stood out? Well, just the hype, I think, around him is going to grow throughout trading camp, especially really? if we get some big-time reviews from Michael <laughs> Malone, from some other players. If we he, have anything to, do about, to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> so because true. this is, of course, coming from his mouth, but he said that 
he and Nicole Jokic have played five games together in pickup. <laughs> they went five and zero. Oh. They have an incredible Let's chemistry. Go! They're already Let's connected. Go! They're already in sync. He already knows where Nicole Jokic wants the ball, where he likes to, you know, be on the court. I love that he said that. Not Jokic knows how where I like the yeah. that. He's like, I know where Jokic likes. It reminds me of what Michael Porter said. Like he really knows how, like, gets how to like play around me or something yeah. like that. It's like, well, hold up. <laughs> he said he and Nicole Jokic were clicking in. Instantly, these are all direct quotes, and Look at they won five and zero. Oh, and apparently, they had to split them up because it was too easy, Dude, according to Bones. So Bones, he's so like oh, innocent oh, and pure, oh, but he also is like that's like cockiness. Oh, he's but pure it, confidence. But it's conf- It's like he doesn't even know he's being cocky when yeah. he's like they had to split us up. I think we have the clip too. If we want all right, to play let's it. let's play it here, Eric. See, let's yeah, see Eric's just, go, just from playing with him in open gym, we was playing together like. For like five games, we didn't lose. It looked like 2K. We were just out there. You could just tell the connection. It was just clicking instantly. And they put me on a different team because it, it was just too easy, honestly. But just playing with him and just knowing that he knows how to play the game. Honestly. And I know just from watching him in the league, I know where he likes his spots on the floor and, and how to, you know, read and react off of him. So just 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 playing off of him is, is going to be, you know, fun to watch. And uh, I can't wait. But just – I learned a lot of things off the court as well as him just, you know, being on time early, you know, and just, just trying to get to places even early before a lot of people. So, you know, just I'm just learning every – just trying to pick his brain and, and things like that. My God. Honestly, <laughs> it was too easy. <laughs> All right, Eric, I just want – I want your live reaction. Uh, number one, if you gave Bones Highland a haircut, he would literally then also – Look like Damian Lillard. He's Damian Lillard. <laughs> same guy. Um, I am very, very, very excited by that clip. Um, <laughs> Kale's like wheezing over there. I, I'm <laughs> dude, I, I, uh, I'm feeling really good. Things are, things are working well over here. As that clip played, I just looked at the smile spread across <laughs> Me your too. face. Oh, I'm just watching just Eric. Wider and wider. Yeah, it was, it's like uh, the, the, how the Grinch at the end, like his heart grew five times that day and broke the scale. Like That's my you. heart was just like, like a, it's been like a cold lump. And like suddenly just, I just, I felt the, I felt the come back, dude. I'm yeah. back. So this is what I mean about like where he's like hyper confident. He doesn't even realize he's cocky when he's like, cause you can see how earnest he is. You know, he's. Some guys are like, you know, do this. Uh, he's like, you know, honestly, it was like 2K. That's, like, <laughs> that's how dominant it was. It's actually less like 2K and more like NBA Jam. Like we were just raining threes everywhere. Um, I'm I'm so hyped for that. I'm, yeah. I'm really, and it echoes some of the things we've heard. I mean, look, the hype that comes out of the pre, the hype that comes out of training camp is only surpassed by the hype that comes out of pre-training camp, which is where we are right now. So take all of this with a giant grain of salt. But it does echo some of the things we have also heard of just, you know, that he has really looked like the player he was in yeah. Summer League. He's looked like that in some of the pickup, and this this gives more evidence to that. I mean, we saw the guy who played at Summer League. He looked great. Yeah. 19 points a game, uh, 40% from three. He's adjusted to shooting the longer three at the NBA level really well because he's just got logo range. He's got infinite range. And um, I'm kind of buying it. Like, do I think that he's suddenly going to be playing 25 minutes on opening night? No, but he's going to get a shot, especially if he continues to play really well. And Bones also said a a little later in the interview that Nuggets coaches are telling him that he looks like he belongs. (laughs) Yeah, right, right. um, That was a good line. That was a great line. So I, I believe the hype, I, yeah. I guess I'll say. And 
also when he was asked, I think this might have been your question about the most underrated aspect of his game, and, and he said his passing. He's like, I could again, in, in a way that would come off cocky in almost anybody else's voice, right. but he's like, hey, it's my passing. I could really throw that ball or something right. like that. But that's something that um, he wasn't known for at VCU. But if you ask people at the Nuggets, they're very adamant, and they're like. This guy is a better passer than right, he got credit right. for at VCU. That, yeah, well, I mean, a lot of that has to do with the fact that there was just no one to pass it to at VCU. Right. Yeah, <laughs> second huge, year especially. Very, very yeah. huge part of that, yeah. <laughs> um, so the hype meter, I was already on a 10 out of 10 for Bones, but I'm telling you, my hype meter has gone up. Even though I know that the odds of him breaking into the rotation, like it's still, he has to like jump through 100 different hoops just to do it. Sure. Um, including, I know everybody would sit there and say, well, if he earns it, he should play this or that. One thing NBA coaches know is that 19, 20, I guess he's now 21 years old, 21-year-olds, when they haven't gone through 82 games, like that, that it's so hard on your body. It's like taking guys who have done 5Ks, and now you got to run a marathon, yeah. and it's like, hey, you might be in great shape for a 5K, but a marathon is a different beast, and it takes some time. And that, So even there might even just be some slow playing his minutes just by virtue of, hey, we want to save this guy for years to come, and... He might not be ready for that. But nonetheless, my hype meter, through the roof already. It, great. Uh, shout out Nuggets PR f for this. Great selection having him go on day one. Oh, for sure. Great, for off, sure. off to oh, a great start. Dude, that, <laughs> dude the uh, preseason? Where are we Where are we deciding? Uh, yeah, we're in the preseason. Training Pre camp. Dude, the yeah, preseason pre starts off with a bang. Yeah, man. That's a bang. <laughs> Is there anything else on Bones that you want to get to here? I just thought he had some good perspective on just his first impressions of Nikola Jokic. Yeah. And how, I mean, we, we've talked about this for two years almost now, but Jokic just continues to set the tone day in, day out. First one in, last one to leave. And Bones Highland had this great quote. He said, you would never know that he just won MVP just the way he carries himself. He's out there participating in open runs. He's at Red Rocks working out with us. He said, it's like he's grinding for another MVP, or I love this, or he's grinding for the next contract. Dude. <laughs> so, like, Jokic is grinding like he's fighting for his spot in the league still. As if he couldn't take this year off and still get a super right. max contract. Dude, how can we be two topics into preseason and maybe this hype <laughs> bones and Jokic is grinding dude i don't know i'm well, gonna slow it down okay um uh, yeah is there anything else that we need to oh he did say that his nickname bones was given to him by a girl named chicken which is yes. the greatest anecdote ever yeah i don't remember everything from that story i do remember that though <laughs> she was named chicken she, her name was chicken his name that he got was bones and then they were together they were chicken and bones and <laughs> yeah just a funny combo. Chicken bones, right? Chicken bones. Chicken and bones. He but says. chicken and but chicken and biscuit. Chicken they, bones. But together, chicken bones, right? Yeah, I think. You yeah, think come on, there? bro. Chicken bones. We're gonna have to go to the tape and find out. What well, he, said he probably were... said that, but like, right. I'm just saying, well, I'm like, just, I'm just, he did it wrong. If that's the way they did it, chicken I'm just and bones. To report, chicken bones. Just trying to report some some facts here. <laughs> Why don't we? Uh, we'll take a little bit of a slight a slightly early break here. On the other side, though, Monte Morris also spoke in. A lot was revealed about Monte that I'm surprised wasn't revealed prior to this. About it was the it was probably actually the biggest there story was the from most, today. Yeah, not maybe the most fun, but but certainly the biggest. And then also Vlatko Chanchar, always great to see him. He was he's like one of my favorite people that does media just because of how how funny he is with it. We'll talk about both those guys on the other side. You guys, make sure to pick up some Mile High City Copper Lager uh, this week. Maybe you're sipping on it, watching this show. 
Uh, you know the Mile High City Copper Lager. It's got that Nuggets blue can with the Nuggets logo on it. You can get it at the Breck Brew Farmhouse. If you've never stopped into the Breck Brew Farmhouse, it's an awesome spot. They got food. They've got drinks. Tons of beer, of course. Great place to bring the fam. Uh, you can get Mile High City Copper Lager there or from your local liquor store. Uh, or I think King Super sometimes has it, mm. your local grocery store as well. So pick some up this week. Great for any occasion. Uh, Mile High City Copper Lager. At Solace Meds right now, guys, they've got some, uh, oh wait, never mind. Um, ball Arena or <laughs> Ball, <laughs> just Ball. Uh, <laughs> Harrison this, this struggling. Oh, I no. thought it was Monday for a sec. Wow, he's um, had a, Harrison had a had a first f- rough first day of camp, rough first day of preseason. <laughs> uh, ball is now sponsoring us across the entire DNVR network, as in Ball Arena, where Bones Highland and Nuggets will play this season. Also, as in the aerospace technology company, also as in the world's largest aluminum cannon packaging manufacturer. Our ball has been leading global sustainability efforts for decades, and they're adding to their line capacity at their 400-person plant right here in town in Golden, Colorado. The demand for sustainable aluminum beverage cans is greater than it's ever been. And like I said, they're adding product technicians uh, to make even more aluminum beverage cans here at their 400-person plant at their Golden facility. Uh, They make the 8, 12, and 16-ounce can sizes for all kinds of liquids. They make cans in 30 different sizes at facilities across the world. The Golden Plant right here in town makes 8-ounce and 12-ounce sleek cans and a 24-ounce growler. Uh, 12 and 24-ounce cans as well, Lumitech bottles, tons of other stuff too. If you want more information, jobsupball.com and search for Golden or text Golden to 77222. Back here, segment two, guys. Want to remind you, first of all, sign up for your DMVR membership. Season is getting started. There's a this is a great time to do it. Then it always renews right before the Nugget season. We are already planning our preview series, which is one of my favorite things. And we're gonna have in front of paywall content, behind paywall content. Harrison's gonna be out in San Diego next week, live on location for mm-hmm. Nuggets training camp, and he'll be bringing you some insights that will once again be behind the paywall. So this is a great time to sign up. You get a free T-shirt, you get access to all kinds of cool stuff. Um, let's get into the second uh, set of interviews here, and we'll start with Monte Morris. The thing that jumps out to me, he was dealing with a knee injury. We knew this because he was gonna play for Nigeria, then ended up backing out. But it sounds like that actually disrupted a large portion of his offseason, that he spent a lot of that rehabbing and resting. And I just, that was not something I knew. Well, he talked as if he had like a procedure done on his knee. Um, He didn't say that. He didn't say he had surgery, but that was my read on it. He said he was rehabbing slash missed 10 weeks. So it sidelined him for like 10 weeks. I'm Um, not certain there was a rehab, I guess. And I know we don't want to give the impression of that. It just, it sounded like, it sounded like it was a significant time off that he took yeah. from, from like he said working he, on his well, game. Well, he said he got it taken care of. Right. Whatever. So take whatever you want from that. But he said, he, you know, it cost him like 10 weeks. Right. Um, he said he's back to full strength. He's playing now. And he also said this bothered him last year, but even throughout his career, um, he, he's had some knee stuff going on. So he got that taken care of. Uh, he knew during the season that he was going to have to get it taken care of. So it wasn't a surprise or anything, but he said throughout last year, he felt like sharp pain. Sometimes he didn't have the explosiveness that he thought he had. So he got that taken care of. It sounds like he's good to go. Sounds like he's, you know, trending towards being the starter still. Um, but yeah, that, that was a big takeaway from today. 
and unlike I know people got really upset with Barton last year when Barton said I'm a starter and he's you know kind of made it adamant. He was asked about that today, and we've all assumed Monte Morris is penciled in as yes. the starter. And he was asked about that, and he said I'm not one of the I'm not a guy that really cares about that. He's like, if I'm going to start, I'll start. If he, not, he did say he wants to start, but what he said was I want to earn it. I don't just want to be named the starter. I want to earn it throughout training camp, which I, I thought was cool. That's why he's Mr. Nugget, man. Yeah, I know Mr. Nugget always knows the right thing to say, doesn't he? No. He really does. He really <laughs> does. Uh, he also mentioned he's 183 pounds. He said he played last year at about 173 pounds. Um, and, you know, I thought you saw it a little bit, of him, to be honest with you, as you saw a guy, and a lot of players do this. Professional athletes, man, can add or drop weight so so quickly, but especially drop weight. Uh, he, to me, looked a little a little big, like coming into training camp a little bit big, and I, and I suspect he is trying to, to maybe bulk up. Or, or yeah, the, he uh, said he is at 183 and he talked like he wanted to play at 183, you know, maybe about 10 pounds heavier than he played last year. He played at 173 last year. I feel like we heard this with uh, Nikola Jokic. Didn't work well. <laughs> wanted to come in playing heavier. Uh, no, no, I'll <laughs> tell you, I'll different. tell you the last guy we heard this with was Gary Harris. Yeah. That's a great that's point. That's the last guy we heard that was like, I'm going to play 10 pounds heavier. Dude, yeah. he's back to 173. I'm trying to get to 173 before the season starts. I'm Is just that right. Yeah, wow. I'm going to cut off both of my legs. <laughs> yeah, I was say, an yeah. amputation <laughs> might get you there. Um, it is also funny, like 183. It's so right. like for he, a guy six two, had to try to put on <laughs> weight like, to get to 183. Monty, is everything all right? This <laughs> is like with boat with bowl bowl when they're always like, yeah, he's seven foot two and one hundred two hundred and eleven pounds. And you're like, <laughs> he's yeah, he's pushing triple digits on weight this year. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, how am I fifty yeah. pounds heavier than this guy and a foot shorter? Like, hold on, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> it's wild. Um, is there anything, anything else from Monte that stood out? So to kind of go along with the injury stuff, he said that there's a lot that he can do that we haven't seen yet. And he was talking about that kind of with the injury, how, you know, he hasn't had some of the explosiveness that he should have recently. So he thinks he's got a big season coming. That was my impression. He's going to look to shoot off the bounce more from three. He said he he wants to shoot it better at the rim. He thinks getting the knee thing taken care of will help him do that. So, He's talking like he, he thinks he's going to have a big year and he's really excited to step into that starting role and a much bigger role and wants more responsibility on his shoulders. It, it seems like you know he's ready for that and he wants that. Yeah. I, I am interested just the way he talked about pacing the year. And also we've heard this now from Michael Porter who talked about I got injured on game one of the Sun Series and I wasn't this or that. Monte alluding to this as well and we kind of knew it from some other things, but... The, the degree to which I just kind of discounted, like we got the full Monte last year of, of what yeah. to expect the full Monte. <laughs> I'm glad you said Monte and not Monte. <laughs> we got the, we full, got the Monte. full Monte. You felt like that because he was good, you uh, know? We saw the full Monte last year, but he says he's bigger. And really, it's this just year really we're the full Monte. Yeah, we're oh, really going wow. to. Uh, <laughs> Are, is this a manscape read? Oh, sorry. Um, no, but I am wondering, like, what he says he has more to show. I'm not saying I disagree. I'm just curious what that could possibly mean. Well, what did Monte Moore shoot at the rim last year? I'm going to look this up really quick. I, I don't know that. To my memory, it was 100%. Uh, but honestly, Eric, what do you think that he uh, that he has that he hasn't shown? Because some, sometimes it's just off-season talk, right? Uh, I got to think it's like more mid-range type thing, more floaters. I mean, more... I've seen that. He's great. Well, floater, I mean, I don't, great I, I don't shooter. think that there's anything we've not seen, but I think that he's there could be things that are like part of his more regular arsenal. So you think he, he is sh- exaggerating? So 
He shot seventy one percent at the rim last That's year, really good. which was in the ninety first percentile. Yeah, really so, good. yeah, can he? How much better can he get there? I mean, I don't know. It's already really, really good. Yeah, I mean, maybe he's planning on shooting more threes. I, I can't. Really... That would be the only thing I could think of. Is is he going to pull up from three more? And he shot forty percent from three last year. So is he going to try to pull up from deeper, pull up more? He like... mentioned off the dribble threes more. Yeah, that's the one thing that I think when you talk about what's a star player doing in today's NBA, most star players, that's one of the main things is a guy that's like, oh, yeah. uh, can't, we got to really collapse well, on him. Honestly, like for him to be as effective as possible would be to sort of try to emulate what he, Jokic and Murray are able to do with that yeah. two-man game to be able to... Uh, it's always about that that scoring from the mid-range versus being able to you know pop back out beyond the three-point line or take it in and, and finish at the rim. Like yeah. If he gets that, that mid-range game, that like quick uh you know pop from the top of the three or the top of the um of the free throw line that area yeah deadly yeah 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 um anything else from monte that you that you found interesting here that's all you got. all right let's move on to vlatko um who was actually the first to go today we thought we were going to get marcus and Jokic. we didn't we ended up getting vlatko um i i just love vlatko because he's always like he's always got that that big smile. He's like he always shows up and you can tell he's like all equal parts nervous dude. and he just thinks that doing media is the dumbest dude, the, thing. The greatest part about the Denver Nuggets is that they're in such a good place, like from a team construct standpoint, that we can focus on like whether or not they're good guys. <laughs> like if we like them. Like Vladko Chantar. Like, us. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think if the, if the the team was in disrepair, we'd be like we'd be like, all right, now we gotta worry about the wing yeah. player, but we're just like, yeah, they're in a good po- good spot. I mean, Vlatko's hilarious. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like he comes in. You just think about NBA players being like suave. Most of them like hate talking to the media and big time it or this that. Like Vlatko comes in, and he's almost like laughing before he even begins his media availability, <laughs> and you're kind of like. Yeah. Is, are we the joke? <laughs> I think that's what you're yeah. laughing at. He's like, okay, this is the show. Now I got to put on the face. Yeah. Um, my big takeaways from him are actually not even about Vlatko. They're about what he had to say about Jokic, which was one, he said it looked like Jokic never ended the season. Like he just went straight into working out and yeah. ready to just to pick up right where he left off, which is great. And then two, that they've been doing these open runs. And it's funny, who did we just talk to the other day that said that Yoke, oh, it was Michael Porter that was talked to J.J. Redick and said that in these workouts, Yoke sometimes, like he's not, or at camp, he's not going there. You're like, are you sure this guy's better than Plumlee? And then you get to the season and he's awesome. Well, Vlaco has a different take on all of this. And he yeah. says that like in these open runs, Yoke really shouldn't participate because he's, <laughs> he's <that> too good. <laughs> it kind of goes back. We circle back. I love how we get different perspectives from people. Bones is like, me and Yoke, we can't lose. And Vlaco's like, yeah, Yoke can't lose. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> maybe it's yoke maybe it's bones island i don't know <laughs> maybe it's both but maybe it's probably just the mvp is yeah. that awesome that's yeah. amazing <laughs> in uh in male form corner what I, you've, you had my my curiosity Vlatko now you have my did not put on weight this summer he uh, lost weight he well, did lose weight what? he lost weight um, Vlatko lost weight that had to be muscle well, you know how um, he's kind of had this glow up over these last couple of years. He says he's now back to the weight he came. He was in before he kind of came <laughs> to the NBA. Before he got on the uh, Denver Nuggets weight training program, the ultimate fluctuator, Vladko. I'm so proud of my <laughs> yeah. boy. Dude. But um, it seems like kind of like he played for Slovenia in the Olympics. He's more of a three-four than. The backup center. He's the Christian Bale of the Denver Nuggets. <laughs> Whatever role he needs to be, it's like... Let's call him the machinist. <laughs> yeah. Three weeks, it's like, hey, we need you to... Uh, we're, we're, you're going to be playing point guard. He's like, okay. 
I'm going to lose 70 pounds in three weeks. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Yeah. Like, actually, you're center. All right, I'll put it all back. All right, right. let's go. <laughs> I have one other observation about Vlatko, but I don't know if I should say it. I don't know if I Why should. Why even say it's that kind of a downer. Say it. Oh, well, what? how big it. of a downer? I feel like this is going to be if his last a, year on the Oh, Nets. man. Why'd you say that? <laughs> he had this quote today where he said, he, you know, his role this year with the Nuggets is going to be about just adjusting to every circumstance and playing different types of positions and different roles. And he said, that's really going to help me for the future of my basketball career. And he's a free agent after this year. I hope it's not Vlaco's last year with the Nuggets, but maybe it is. Maybe it's he will join the DNVR Nuggets next year. <laughs> maybe that, maybe that's what he was hinting at. We just talked about how much he hates media. <laughs> we could actually we could make mail form. But I mean, this isn't media. Come on. Yeah, but we could make mail form corner a physical corner here on the yeah, side. It's just he right could just over sit there in the corner. It just flexes. <laughs> I'm dude. I'm so in. I did. I Vlaco, you can easily take my spot. No, I'm cool with it. <laughs> I know. Everyone's, every, a smile comes over everyone's face. Um, but it was good. I mean, a good first day. It, it is interesting to see. I think the nature of the how we're rolling these out, three interviews at a time, probably also it's weird for us. It's probably weird for them, too, of like, you know, on media day, it really is an official first day. Yeah. And I wonder if this is a little bit of like, hey, it's. You know, at school sometimes, back in elementary, I know this because I have my kids now, but you have like orient, orientation or orient, yep, yeah, orientation. Orient, not, not orienteering. <laughs> orienteering. That would be like going through the woods with a, a compass. Yes. Orientation, where you have like, it's almost like a first day of school, and then there's like a week off, and then it's the actual Well, first you know day of what we're actually on right now? We're on syllabus week right now. Syllabus week? Is that yeah, what it's called? This, in is, college? this is syllabus oh, week. Oh, yeah. I've already planned the days I have to be here based on <laughs> syllabus week. Syllabus <laughs> week is where you get the syllabus and you. For the first class, you just go over the syllabus. That's all you do. Mm. Like day one and two. You just talk about the syllabus, <laughs> examine Does it. Does the word syllabus exist outside of a college uh, yeah, no, 101 uh, uh, class? Th okay. This is syllabus week. This is why my college experience <laughs> was there. I didn't have this. You didn't have a syllabus? We'd, well, I don't think we had a syllabus, but we also didn't have a syllabus. Was week. it too big of a word for your college? It was, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Did they just call it the outline? The outline? <laughs> we had out, that outline. Outline week? day? No, yeah, it's, it's a syllabus. Week. It's a syllabus. Uh, moving quickly along now, um, should we hit an early break again and then just do a really long third segment? Why don't we sure. do it? I'm calling an audible. Quick, what? quick third break, and then guess what? We're going to have a long third segment where we're going to discuss Ooh. NBA rank, new TV deal rumor, and midseason tournament. All, I'm all so stuff. ready. <laughs> I, I hope you're ready to go to manscaped.com right now. Type in the code DNVR if you want to save 20%, uh, plus free shipping. <laughs> you can get that at manscaped.com with the code DNVR. I would recommend the Performance Package 4.0. It includes the Lawnmower 4.0. Uh, the fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. Uh, it's also got a 4000K LED spotlight. Uh, you get a lot of stuff with that performance package 4.0, but my favorite thing about it is you get the shed travel bag. $39 value. You can take it on all your trips with you. It's great. I know. And then the, the TSA is like, whoa, we're dealing with a very well groomed individual. Sure. Uh, <laughs> get 20% off plus free shipping with the code DNVR. That's at manscaped.com. Um, right now on DraftKings, week two's in the books. We know that. We got week three coming up. Uh, it's only getting better at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports, sports betting partner of the NFL. 
Uh, DraftKings is kicking off another week of actions by giving all new customers another can't miss offer. Bet just $1 on any football game this week and receive $150 in free bets instantly. No matter what, your team wins, your team loses, your team covers, your team doesn't cover, doesn't matter. I hope you're paying attention if you didn't get in on this in the first week. It was 200, now it's 150. This is diminishing returns, people. Get in now. Yes, get in. Download uh, the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Make sure you use code DNVR to receive $150 in free bets instantly. Instant. You win the bet, automatically goes to your account, plus 150. Uh, all you got to do is place a $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code DNVR to get $150 in free bets instantly this week. This week only. Only this week. At DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Last but not least, Sauce Meds has some awesome deals going on throughout the month of September. You can get these deals at all four of their Colorado locations. They've got one in Fort Collins, Wheat Ridge, Broadway, one on East Colfax, very close to the DMDR bar. You can get Can America gummies for 25% off. You can get Strange Tinctures for 20% off. You can get Rockin' Cartridges for 25% off. You can also get Glacier Concentrates for 20% off. Uh, if you don't take advantage of those deals, you can get 20% off your entire purchase when you use the code DMVR20 at checkout. That's the important one. Whenever you go to Solace Meds, make sure to drop that code DMVR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole purchase. You're also going to get uh, a free Solace Bar or King Cone when you mention that DMVR20 promo code as well. Again, that's valid at all four of their Colorado locations. So yeah, hit up Solace Meds today. All right, back here. Final segment, and it'll be a long Ooh, one. Lots I was told this through. is a long segment. I'm <laughs> ready. A long, are you prepared? Uh, you hold on. During the break, did we get a like a bathroom break or something? Or <laughs> we, no? we, we took such a, a early first break or second break. Maybe we could get a bathroom break. Yeah, you guys. Can you guys out there hang on for five or so? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do want to say though, before we get started, if you guys are following us, DNVR underscore Broncos, our Broncos account, we have a ticket giveaway for this weekend. So go and check that out every it's weekend. Simple. Every weekend. I didn't yep. realize it was every weekend we have yep. one. We have uh, an entire season's worth of tickets that we wow. give away week by week. Um, look for look on the Twitter. There's details. It's a tag, retweet situation. And I'll, I'll tell you what. Good odds of winning this. It's not like, you know, it's right. not like there's 10,000 people applying to this. There's, you know, a number that gives you decent odds yeah. for only having to follow us. Also, sign up for the Broncos tailgate. I was just oh going to say. Yeah. This weekend. Dude, this is, dude uh, this is a Nuggets podcast. We're all Nuggets all the time. We also but, like hanging out. We love vibes, dude. We do love vibes. We're a big vibes company. And what better way to get uh, your vibes out there, in here, anywhere, than to go to a, a tailgate thrown by us, DNVR. You going to be there? Yeah. No, you I don't, be, I'm, probably, I'm probably not going to make it. you be there? Of course who, I'll be there. Who knows if I'll there. make it? We'll so, see. So come hang out. It's going to be a good time. It's all you can eat pizza, pizza and All beer. you can drink beer. All under one big tent. All under one big tent that we just got. It smells like a new tent still. Hey, oh. Harrison. How do hey, you feel uh, about Kale. sexy pizza? Oh, Sexy Pizza. That's another thing. Our it's tailgate is sponsored by Sexy Pizza. I eat more Sexy Pizza than anyone at this company. That explains it. This explains it. Why Harrison? It makes you sexy? Oh, sexy. You gotta get the person pizza. here. Yes. You gotta get the pizza. Yes. Sexy Pizza is fire, though. You're gonna get it if you come to the tailgate. So, great. I approve of that partnership. 100%. <laughs> First piece of news, Kale, you can pull this up. I think we have a tweet. Uh, the midseason tournament 
The mid-season tournament, guys, we are told this has been a thing that has been long discussed, long rumored, but I always thought it was one of those things that was a year away from being a year away, but it turns out it's only a year away. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we're told. The NBA is discussing, this is Sham Sharania, having an in-season tournament in future seasons with $1 million per player in prize money. So this is an interesting thing. $1 million in prize money is a lot. Players really get upset when they get fa- fined like $50,000 for something like criticizing officials. And it's like the biggest yeah, it's deal. It's like getting yeah. a DraftKings free bet for infractions. And then everybody, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and then sometimes people are like, they, they'll do the math. They'll be like, Kyrie Irving, his contract means he will lose three hours worth of his work or today or whatever. Like, you know, they'll do that. A million dollars means a lot to a lot of players, and there are players on this very Nuggets roster that a million dollars would double their salary. Yeah. Would, would really make that's a, sig- a great point, a significant yeah. portion. So I would say that I'm curious to how this will work out, but I will say that a million. I always worried about a midseason tournament. It doesn't mean anything. Like our guys going to really care. A million dollars, players. I think will care about that. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I mean, it, it is a bummer that we have to be like. What can we do to make them care? <laughs> <laughs> what about a hundred thousand dollars? Nah, they're not going to give a shit. I know five hundred thousand. Are you kidding? The first some guy, would, some the, first, the first guy comes in, he's like, "What about for the love of the game and the prestige?" And everyone just starts laughing. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Adam Silver just like, "You're fired." <laughs> right, right. What if we gave them like a, I don't know, a, a groom bag from Manscape or whatever? Travel bag. Travel bag. Shed, shed travel bag. bag. The shed travel bag. It is. I mean, we talked about this earlier. To me, this sig- when you start to bring in like wacky little side things, it means that you don't think that your league is doing as well as it should because you're trying to get more eyes and more attention. So you're trying to create interesting little subplots and, and other little narratives. Like for us, I mean, I don't want anything done to the NBA. I love it. I love everything. Like I, well, I hear people talking about they want less games. They want blah, blah, blah. Like, I mean, I realize that I'm sick and I'm a sick person. And like, I just love uh, watching Nikola Jokic and I would, what I would spend all my time doing regardless. But there, they have the numbers. They have all of the data. They have all the research. They know that, uh, you know, that apparently the NBA, NBA needs something in their opinion. So, um, I guess to me, I, I I don't like it. I don't. To me, it's like so, goofy. Look, I, I'm you guys with hear you. That sirens on Colfax, man. I love <laughs> yeah, it. Love that, it. That's about a bad take from Eric. The bad take engine is here. <laughs> well, I'll see you later, guys. Um, look, I, I love watching Nicole Jokic too. I'm glad they're going back to 82 games because it means more content for us. But I think we can all be in agreement that the regular season can drag yeah. and it can really drag. And I personally think that. There are two big reasons why the NBA put in the playing game. One was to make the end of the regular season more exciting. Yep. Two was for more money. Um, the, the midseason tournament, I think, would accomplish both those things as well. As well, it would make the regular season more exciting. It would break up the regular season. It would also make the NBA more money. So, well, go ahead, sorry. So, I, I think it's actually a great thing. I, I think the midseason tournament would be awesome. I think it's the classic thing that we wouldn't know how to feel about it. And then we would have it for a couple of years and be like, yeah. Oh, this is incredible. This is awesome. Kind of like the playing game was. So I think it would really help break up the regular season and just add some energy to January, you know, when it's just really dragging. My only thing is like, what does it mean? Well, it doesn't let mean let anything me, let me right you, now. Well, let me ask you that the nuggets year one, win the mid season tournament. Yeah. Do you care? 
I mean, at the, no. Hell yes, you would. He, Come on, think man. about. Think you about wouldn't this. care as much. Like, I don't there's know. like a degree. There's a box. I don't that know. Has to I don't know in. what it looks like. I don't know what it means. Like I, I need to see. It's possible. It might actually be like. You know, it's uh, it might mean something. It might mean something just like for bragging it just rights. That's what it is. It doesn't mean the big thing. Like everybody's still going after that. But I still think it'd be a thing that like, oh, they're in the finals and they're up against the Nets. And it's like, is this a preview of the finals? And, right. And it's fun. And they win. And you're like, hell yeah, we won. the. Right. Is it? It's just it's just like a little thing. So when the Suns went 8-0 in the bubble, it meant nothing. They didn't even make the playoffs. Right. It didn't mean <laughs> did. anything for the rest like of the league. But it meant a lot for Phoenix because they went and got Chris Paul. I don't know if you know they have this season that they did last year if they don't make that run in the bubble. You could get something similar, I think, from a midseason tournament. You could have a team capture that type of momentum that Phoenix had in the bubble. And I see people in here saying no star players are going to play. A million dollars is a lot of money, man. Like that's a, that's a lot, even for LeBron, even for Westbrook, even for your big name stars. A million yeah, James dollars. Harden could be like, I could make a million and then just have a million to blow. He, he night would. He definitely at would. At the club, but a million Boom. dollars is a lot of money to everybody. And and people are saying this about stars, this or that. Here's the other weird part about it: LeBron has all that money, but not everybody on his team does. So if he's like, I don't care about this tournament, then you got their version of Marcus Howard is like, Hey, LeBron, oh. and really mean a lot to me personally if we tried to. I didn't even think of, but I didn't even think about that. Think about LeBron's disdain for the play-in tournament, which actually has oh, yeah. bearing on the final. Uh, LeBron oh, only yeah. hated the play-in tournament because, because he, he was in it. Part of he it. was in it. Yeah. Oh, so true. If the Nuggets were in the play-in tournament, LeBron would be a big play-in tournament guy. I think the play-in. I think a midseason tournament could be a cool idea. There's, I think there's it, a right I think way. It would be an way. absolute hit, man. There's a right way and a wrong way to to do it, and uh, the details are going to be what makes it. But I'm with Harrison. 82 games. I love it. I don't want to cut games out because I love basketball and I want to keep watching them. But I do think that there would be a cool way to break up the season so it doesn't just feel like one long one. It feels almost like two. And you have this right in the middle that splits it up and it's cool. Isn't that the all-star break? Yeah, but the all-star, yeah, kind of. <laughs> I can't, I'm surprised Eric is so against this I, don't, I just, I don't know. I don't like it. I, it. To me, it makes it feel like we need to make it more fun and clever. Like, I just think, I just, just love it. Money. I just already love it. Like, I yeah. I just don't know what this will do to get whatever. We'll, well see. it's we'll more see. money. Maybe I love it. Maybe Let's I'll be love honest. It. It's more money, and that's why they're doing it. Speaking of more money, the new television deal. We've talked about this all week. In fact, I had on Locked On Nuggets, I had Keith Smith on, and he, he made it sound like a, t- a giant television deal is, is imminent, that it's really coming. Well, now we get reports and leaked sources should the NBA sign a new TV deal worth $75 billion. Early projections indicate that the 2025 salary cap number would jump above $170 million. And I've heard this. This actually, it's funny that this is coming uh, from here because I've actually seen this from a couple different places. So it's not just rumors being, being, being put out. This is actually a thing that I, I've seen from a lot of different outlets. $170, $175 million. The Nuggets just are dipping into the taps or positioning themselves to dip into the tax. That happening and them having a major spike really changes the way this Aaron Gordon and a potential Michael Porter deal looks, in my opinion. Yeah, it'd be a great thing for um, any owner, I feel like. Any owner that's paying the luxury. <laughs> but that's a huge number. Like, it this is, is so yeah. for reference, I don't remember what we are this year. Is it like. Uh, uh, somewhere the, the cap is something like 116 or, or 115. I don't remember what the exact number is, but this is a, a, a substantial jump. Yeah. yeah, I believe it's like 112. 112. This is something. what we were talking about when the Aaron Gordon extension came up. Is it like the money that you're dealing with and the restrictions you're dealing with at any given time in any sport is like not what it will be. 
the the caps go up, the the deals come in, the things change. Like what you've given somebody, like what seems enormous at a isn't certain it, point in time, like later on seems laughable. But isn't it funny that we keep like ratings are down, nobody's watching the NBA, this or that, and they're like new TV deals up. Oh yeah, every outlet's gonna try to buy that for the record number. You're yeah, like, hold on, what? Dude, yeah, the, this like ratings were down thing is like was more emblematic of where we were as a people. Yeah, yeah. At that exact moment Technology. in time, people were. Well, no, people watching it on different forms of technology, but also being in a pandemic where sometimes like at that exact moment in time, like people were sort of like reevaluating life and like looking at things that they formerly thought were important. And then being like, I mean, I heard I had friends of mine being like, "Uh, you know, people aren't watching sports anymore. I don't don't know if it's going to make a comeback. And I was like. Uh, what like <laughs> sports have been around since literally humans have been around and sports <laughs> have made it through world war ii world war one yeah. uh, of course sports will make a comeback but you know people were not feeling like they wanted to participate in something that seems so frivolous when life was so real at a given right. moment so the nba is of course more popular than it's ever been it's the one sport that we have that has harnessed the new era of uh digital media in in such a way that um None of the other sports were even attempting to do. The NBA gets it. And of course, the, of course, this is just a, we're just waiting for these numbers to come out. Like this is just a slower effect. But so if it it's no, if it's 75 billion, the current TV deal is 2.6 billion per year. This would increase that figure to 8 billion a year. Oh, wow. Yeah. So three times. Yeah. Three so times. pretty much yeah, three. Right. That is wild, man. Uh, that is wild. It is a big, a big piece of the pie. And of course, there are opt-outs in the collective bargaining agreement. There probably will be some kind of strike or holdout right as this happens, which is just well, yeah. Get nice I things. mean, I mean, based on what the players' association wanted to do the last time, there was a big new TV deal, and they did not want to smooth it, and they yeah. just wanted the well. That won't happen this year. You don't think this will not happen this time? No. Why not? The, so I had a, this is an interesting take I've heard. I actually have to credit David Locke for this that. Over the last four years, we've had four different champions, and that hasn't happened since 79. But if you go back before that, the only reason we had a Warriors dynasty was because the cap spike it happened at the exact moment yep. for them to allow this. Yep. And that and so his point was, it's possible we actually are a decade into a new era of more parity in the NBA that we just haven't recognized because of one freak incident. I think the entire all of the NBA owners hated the Warriors for this and hated sure. everything. And I think even the players, because remember at that time the players weren't trusting each other, and like there was the pointing the finger at David Stern and this or that. You're just trying to take money, and we this or that. There was a lot of tension, and they're like, we don't believe you that cap smooth because the owners wanted cap smoothing, and the players were like, you're just trying to take money from us. Yeah. Turns out they weren't. They actually were like, this is a bad thing. It happened. The Warriors had a four year dynasty, five year dynasty, and I think that players now might be like, oh, I see it now. Well, a smoothing is probably a smarter okay. option. Dude, it's gonna be I'm not convinced the players are going to see it that way still. I it, hope they do. No, they it depends on if LeBron or Chris Paul or whichever right. power player to them. is a free agent in the year where it could spike. Because if LeBron is like right. one year left to play or two years right. left and there could be a giant spike, right. he'll definitely advocate for it. Is, dude, if, that number, if those numbers actually happen and it does jump like it did before, the year that we saw... Like Team Fate Mozgov get like a yes. hundred million dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you who's and Aaron be... Gordon is like suddenly the lowest paid. <laughs> the I'll tell you who's going to be pissed if they smooth it is Neil O'Shea. Why is that? He's not going to be able to hand out a crazy oh. money like he did in 2016. He's like, Why I can't have any fun again? <laughs> Kent Bazemore? What? All right, finally our tomb. Our final story. Our final story tonight. 
NBA rank is back. We uh, have the top hundred players. Did we are back? We are back. We're fully back. And let's scroll down. Normal Powell is one hundred. Okay, uh, interesting. Uh, what do we got here? Danilo Gallinari. Okay, friend of the city. Uh, Stephen <laughs> Adams. You're going a little faster. Will Barton, ninety-seven. Here we are. Top one hundred. Will baby, Barton, top one hundred. Um, go down just a little bit more. Let's see who he is not as good as compared to this. Jalen Green, a rookie. Uh, look, played zero NBA minutes. Rookies suck, man. Like this is the thing is like there's uh, Anthony Edwards, awesome last year. Actually, he sucked, but he was fun, and it was like this or that. Jalen Green is a project. I love him. He's exciting, but there is no team on earth that was trying to compete right now that would take Jalen Green over Will Barton. Oh, so man. automatically, I'm like whatever. Jalen Green's about to put up the biggest empty stats year in the history of the NBA. I think. <laughs> and for the record, I think Jalen Green's going to be awesome. It's just that rookie suck and Jalen Green. Like, <laughs> dude, the greatest thing about this list is that like it's made us hate Jalen Green at this exact moment <laughs> in time for no good reason. We're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw him. We saw him in Vegas. I didn't like how he looked. <laughs> I thought he looked awesome. It's we just, saw him walking the floor. Scroll, scroll down a little bit more. I want to see who Will Barton is not as good. Oh, okay. Kevin, Kevin Hurd. Shout this out is, Fairview High School. This is tough. For, this is a tough one for, for Kevin Hurd. Uh, Fairview here. High School. No, he just looks no, like but it. he should have been. <laughs> uh, Jonas Valanciunas. Okay, it's like weird. This is where NBA rank is weird. Is like I don't know. It's Mitchell all Robinson. weird. Mitchell Robinson. Would you take him over Jokic? Over Jokic. <laughs> <laughs> is this from back in 2016? Are we going back That's in time? D- Duncan Robinson. Like, okay. I mean, it's just weird comparing all these guys. Derek Rose. I don't know. Please. All right. We'll these are all like good players, though. That's they the are. This is why I'm this like, like, Jordan Clarkson was the sixth man of the this year. This is when Barton you, not, you start so. off, you're like, oh, man, he's like just barely in the top 100. And then you start to scroll through. You're like, Dude, the holy shit, the NBA is full of amazing players. Yeah, like, it really is. Robert Covington's an interesting one to me because – I don't know, man. I think Robert Covington is one of the more overrated players well, we, in the NBA. In the in the, yeah. the sphere of Nuggets Twitter, Robert hold, hold Covington has been get to this one of these. Robert Covington. We've coveted him <laughs> for so many years, and then and the, we were like, he's the perfect guy. He's a three and D. But this is what he I'm saying. D up, and then he goes to another team. We're like, man, that guy sucks. This is the thing: is he had like he's like Trevor Ariza. He had one or two good years. Are we are we not on the screen? Okay, he had one or two really good years. And then everybody's just kind of remembering that version of him. And they're like, oh, he's the perfect three and D. It'd almost be like if Chandler Parsons were still around. And we were all like, dude, he stretches the court. He's like, great. He can play the six, four. Nine, do you think that if, shoot it? Do long? we get Paro Antich? It's like a stretch five, like a really rare type. Do you think that the concept of three and D would be so big in everybody's minds if it wasn't such a snappy little rhyme? Oh, three that's so true. A. We need a three and D. Like what? You mean a guy that just can shoot three pointers and just plays basketball? Yeah, yeah. Uh, three and D. Yes, <laughs> Robert Covington what? can't really shoot. A two and O. Oh. Although he had or a good shooting year last year. Yeah, a two and O. <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> uh, <laughs> to shoot twos and play offense. A two and O. Seth Curry, like, okay. I mean, again, I don't know how you quantify any of this stuff. Um, yeah, he's really good. I just is he like more rounded? Miles than... Bridges. Uh, I don't know about. He's that. so good. Miles Bridges. I really like Miles Bridges. Miles Bridges was starting to take a leap. I think maybe this year he might. He's he so might good. be that guy. I mean, we'll find out. Devonte Graham. Like, come on. It's just come on. this one's this one's an actual joke. I mean, come on. Yeah, Devonte yeah. Graham. Like, that come is on. The, that is how that. did he get rated up? We were talking about yeah. this with NBA rank. The thing that's tough is there are guys that are bad number two or three options. But they are a number two or three option. And then you've got guys that are good fifth options, 
And you always rank, it's like, well, he's the third option. He's more valuable. And it's like, no, he just sucks at being that. I, I would like get way more outraged about this, except for remember when we did top of the tens and like, yeah. You're like, we were like, all right, here are the top 10. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. about the rest of them? We're like, ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, totally <laughs> the order. We're like, just like, we're not going to argue over this. Well, I don't know. Is he here? And you're like, ah. Eric, I'm being fake outraged right <laughs> now. John Wall doesn't even oh, have a team he no! plays for, and he's injured in <laughs> club. Uh, Darius Garland, like, okay, are we sure? Really? I mean, that's what I'm saying. He's like, at, at so what far. What has Darius Garland done? Even DeJounte Murray ahead of Will Barton? This I, is like, such I a, like DeJounte Murray. Is, you like him more than Will Barton? Will's been hurt. Uh, like he's been hurt. You, they just no. You know. But Dejounte Murray's wow. The best. Look at this one. I did not see this one. Larry Markkinen. Nobody wants him. Yeah, Dejounte nobody, Murray. There's not a team in the NBA that wants Larry Markkinen. What are we doing? Yeah. I don't know. What are we doing? How is he on the list? There's no way he's 82. This is wild. Dejounte Murray's probably the best point guard defender in the league, though. He's like a great. Yeah, defender. he. Yeah, I mean, Drew Holiday exists. Yeah. <laughs> He doesn't. He does. He does good. exist. He does exist. <laughs> Terry Rozier is pretty good. Karis Levert's really good. You know, Tim Hardaway. Are there even other Nuggets coming out? Yeah, just, there are. There are. We're just going. Yeah, we're just going through the list. Dylan Brooks, your fave. Yeah. Uh, he's on the list. We got Andrew Wiggins. Oh, like, and first of all, kind of Wiggins for Wiggins. Kind of yeah, kind of low for Andrew Wiggins. Like no, no, really? kind of high for Andrew. Wiggins. It's also kind of high for him. Cade Cunningham, another guy who has never played a minute, but better than Andrew Wiggins. Uh, Joe Harris, okay. All right, we're getting interesting. Nurkic, oh, wow. Boo. <laughs> I got to say, I saw somebody online the other day. Nurkic came out. They put the top 10 centers out, and then somebody tagged a, a Portland fan, you know, doing the whiny thing. They're like, I hope at Bosnian Beast sees this. It's perfect fuel for the fire. And I looked at the list, and I'm like, he's not better than any of the dudes on that list. It is not even close. That and he's also, he's like, guys. yeah, I'm online. I saw it. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, uh, what good. else am I doing? Yeah, uh, so I thought it was funny. Tyrese Halliburton, I love him. We're starting to get into some really good players. OG oh. Ananobi, very surprised he's this the I don't know what to he, say. He's never, yeah. well, the Raptors, or is he low? The Raptors High. just had a really bad year last year, so all the Raptors' stock is down, I think. So you should say, if you think that he should be a lower number, he's high. Right? What? Like, I feel like he's better than this. So he's low. He's too low. Yeah. His number's Seven, too high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. Jared Jackson Jr.'s on here. Okay. JJJ. We'll see if he plays and stays healthy. Kemba Walker, get out of here. With numbers this and who, Kemba dude. Walker, here's a great example. Number Kemba 70, Kemba Walker. Sneaky. Every team gets better when they trade him away. I'm just saying. <laughs> All right, let's keep going. Oh! And going to number 69. 69. Nice, 69. nice, 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 nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Aaron Gordon, number 69 here. <laughs> So here's what's interesting. Dude, he's, if Aaron Gordon was 70, I wouldn't care at all. The, the, the fact that he's 69, I'm all in on this oh list. My God. <laughs> so he is. It, it is funny that Nuggets didn't have five players in the top 100. Um, four players now in the top 69. <laughs> and, and I'll say this. I was thinking about this the other day. Aaron Gordon's really cool, man. Like He's really interesting. Because he came late, he's... He's not quite the one of us, you know, like all of our guys. We've watched him since they were just boys, whereas he's like a stepchild a little bit. But I'm telling you, I hope this is the year he's no longer that. I hope this is the year that everybody is like, he's a really cool personality and that he's really Man. a weird personality. And I like it in a beautiful way. If Aaron Gordon wasn't in Orlando when yep. he was putting up 49s in the dunk contest, um, <laughs> just such bullshit. he would be a way bigger star than he is right now. But he was on the magic, man. Yeah. And nobody heard from the entire season 
until the dunk contest, and that was the last time people heard from him. So, his game is not star, though. Make this point. He is not a star-style right. player. But he's got this aura about him yeah. because of the dunk contest. So he he can be a bigger – he could have more clout than he does, I think. Yeah, you're right. The, uh, he is. He has star potential. He came in. The dunk contest should have propelled him to superstardom, but he was in NBA Siberia, which, again, confusingly, is the warmest place <laughs> in the country, in Orlando. Um, and f- as far as his role with the Nuggets and establishing that, I mean, like, he came in halfway through the, the year. He Like, he really didn't have time to establish himself as a personality. He just showed up, and he was a, had a role. And so, like, now we have a full season to, like, get – the behind the scenes, the interview, the whatever, all of the things that go into, and he also gets to establish the team dynamic as opposed to just being dropped into the middle of it. So you're right. This is a big a. This is a big year for Ag. He is number sixty nine with a bullet. We're gonna do this. <laughs> sixty nine with a bullet. Uh, <laughs> but I'm serious, man. He's a good player, and he's also just a really cool personality. I'm excited to see more of it. If we kind of scroll up, Spencer Dinwiddie. Yeah, no long. He's no longer Mister Fifty. He's now Mister Sixty Nine. Let's go. Uh, keep going because there's some really interesting names right around Boyan Bogdanovich, like Aaron Gordon or Boyan. Boyan better offensively. Gordon way better, like more versatile. It's a weird one, whatever. Mikael Bridges, OG Ananobi and Mikael Bridges to me, I feel like should have been a better number. Yeah, <laughs> see, you rise higher in the, ra- the yeah, you yeah rise higher. higher uh, they should have been a higher in that they were a lower number. That's that's it's. I I understand it's confusing, but it you confusing. ascend in prestige. Yeah, they, should, they both should have ascended higher than yes. they did. If um, the Raptors had the year the Suns did, they would be reversed. I bet. Yeah, maybe. But I just feel like both of them probably. Like some of the guys on this list, I like those guys better than. I mean, Malcolm Brogdon's a really good player. I almost feel like what OG, AG, and Mikhail Bridges do is is more valuable to a winning team. Yeah. Um, Bogdan Bogdanovich, okay, Dude. that's pretty cool. Which do you think are our better pods? Our hype, our hype pods, or our, just our like oh. anger pods? Our, uh, you shouldn't have teased hype. me with sixty-three, Kale. Uh, what? Uh, outrage! Out- the Angela out- Russell. Like, cast. What the hell is this? Outrage really? cast. <laughs> Hi- uh, what's the best team the Angela hell? Russell has played on? Him, the Montverde High School team. <laughs> he was really good on the Nets team. He made the All Star game. It was a fake All Star. Uh, I mean, this is what I'm saying exactly. <laughs> this is also, by the way, I'm trying to get to. There's one name I'm trying to get to, and I think we're Dude, four on, away. Back. Hold go on, Joe to, Ingles is go fine. Back we're not going really back quick. to Ingles. I just want to look at that photo. It looks like uh, a, a Pitt Mondrian. All right, one more. Modern there's one more. There's one more to go. Uh, two more. Get to Gordon Sexton. Hayward. Uh, maybe there's like six more. There's Lonzo. That's not who I'm going to. I'm trying to find Jeremy Grant. He's like way the hell up on this list, and it makes it's going to bring home the point I'm trying to make here, which is there both is. Jeremy Grant, fifty third. And here's here's my point. Because he shined on an absolute worst team in the NBA yep. and did this, and now and this is why ranking players is, in my opinion, always. I never get into it. I never really get outraged about it. I never, I because I think it's a fool's errand. Jeremy Grant, when he was playing with the Denver, I don't know what is what was his number last year, eighty five or eighty eight. What's it say down there, Kale? Eighty eight, uh, right below. Number eighty eight. So last year he's eighty eight. This year he goes all the way up to fifty three. And what changed? He took a lot of shots and made them on a bad team. That was terrible. Yep. And. Aaron Gordon, OG Ananobi, even Mikael Bridges, these guys get bumped back, and maybe they couldn't be the number one guy even on a bad team. It wouldn't, well, Aaron it Gordon wouldn't was the number one guy on a the, bad team. Well, exactly, but my point is why does it matter? And that's why basketball is so interesting is it's oftentimes better to have a guy who is a great fifth option than it is to have a guy who's an okay fifth option but a really good third option. Look like, at well, number 52. What is it? 
it's a guy who put up a lot of points on another, <laughs> another I'm telling D'Angelo Russell and Anthony Edwards, like, oh, the Timberwolves have three top 60. Like, come on. No, they don't. Three top 69 players. Come on, man. What are we, <laughs> what are we, what are we talking three about? Three top 69. Let's probably putting that on the latest PR email. So anyway, NBA rank tomorrow. <laughs> we'll get to be more outraged tomorrow. I can't wait. We'll Timberwolves really fans, come to Target Center. We have three top 60 players. <laughs> no, top 69 players. <laughs> top 69 players. Um, yeah, dude. The outrage casts are going to be off the chain this week, dude. Murray might pop up in this. No, oh, if he doesn't. Imagine the outrage will come with if he doesn't pop up. Well, no, he might pop up in a few days, I'm saying. I think they do 10 now or oh, something like that. 10 per day? Something like that, I don't remember. I don't remember how they do it. I don't. Are care. we going to devote a whole podcast to where we think Nikola Jokic no. will be ranked? <laughs> no. And then where he <laughs> No, will let's be just react to it. Will he, will he be in the top 10? <laughs> come on come on all right maybe we will have to I'm do this kidding. maybe we will I'm have kidding. to do this will he? Uh, i think he'll be okay we're getting out of I'm here we don't have to it. hear eric uh all right guys thanks so much don't forget to hit that like button don't forget to subscribe to this channel things are picking up we got a a lot of stuff planned for you you're not going to want to miss over the next couple weeks um the off season is gone the preseason's yeah. here yo also subscribe to the dnvr because every day this week i'm gonna have a little wrap up pump it up on what you need to know from these media availabilities what we talked about yeah on the show but i'll have the full quotes in there i'll give you my take on it everything you need to know from every media availability this week and at training camp too next week Can't on uh, the dnvr goodbye everybody guys your colorado rugby team has rebranded again but this one is here to stay the american raptors American Raptors, uh, composed of crossover athletes, ended their first season at 5-5. Five five. Pretty great for former athletes coming together for the first time and putting their skills to the test. The American Raptors are Rugby Town USA's newest rugby team. The American Raptors, like I said, are athletes who have competed at the highest levels of their respective sports and then came together to form this awesome rugby team. They come from backgrounds in football, basketball, baseball, wrestling, soccer, and track and field. And they've got all the necessary skills to excel at the game of rugby. Uh, these athletes, they have awesome backgrounds. Some of them have played for the Seahawks, the Falcons, the Cardinals in the NFL, AAF teams, XFL teams as well, and now they're playing for the American Raptors at Infinity Park. The best thing about hitting up these American Raptors games, they're free. You heard that right, they're free. Head over to AmericanRaptors.com to grab your free ticket for this upcoming season. If you can't make the game, the American Raptors games are streaming at AmericanRaptors.com. Dot com. Again, head to Infinity Park, check out the American Raptors. They are Rugby Town USA's newest rugby team.